Thanks for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Dutch Grand Prix at Zandvoort. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. All right, so we are back from the summer break. A lot of action going on this weekend, so let's jump right into it. We had lots of drivers going all over the track this weekend, um, but the big news coming out of practice was Oscar crashing, which caused Danny to crash, um, which caused him to break his hand or his wrist, but very unfortunate from him. He's going to be out for at least the next race, likely more than that but super disappointing yeah i'm just looking at the calendar it's one week to monza so monza's on the third and then they've got so. a two-week break for singapore huh? and then a, and then a week to to japan and then it's a couple of weeks before they're in qatar so singapore is probably going to be tough yeah singapore's a wrist. tough one to come back to with broken broken hand yeah. um so maybe suzuka i think you know, Lawson is in. I don't think there are any Super Formula races until October, so I don't think it becomes any you know any kind of problem until maybe Mexico City. Um, yeah, for for Lawson to be in the car, but obviously the longer Danny Rick's out of the car, the the longer Liam Lawson has to stump his claim on the seat. So yeah. unfortunate for Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, good opportunity for Liam Lawson. Hopefully he can. Uh, use these races to, um, you know, vault into the lead for that second seat at AlphaTauri next year. And what's always super interesting about Red Bull, I heard Christian say this, is that all four of the drivers are technically like contracted as Red Bull drivers. They're not two separate teams. So it just kind of tosses everything up in the air with Checo and Danny and Liam and next year. And it's just, it's going to all play out super interesting seeing how everything uh, finishes up. The reason they do that is so that if they promote someone from Toro Rosso to Red Bull, they don't have to renegotiate the contract and pay them exactly. more because they're driving for the senior team. Yeah. Very cunning. <laughs> and they can send Checo down to AlphaTauri and not have to worry about you know canceling his contract right away or whoever is in that second seat, I guess. Ooh. That's um, a controversial comment. <laughs> It's happened before. Ask Pierre Gasly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, Liam Lawson, uh, Liam Lawson can show us something. And then going into qualifying, another drying track qualifying session. It's it was cool for a while, but uh, maybe it'd be nice to see a regular qualifying session. But at the very least, it mixes everything up. We heard Max complaining early on in the in the session. Um, he didn't seem as comfortable, and it it is it was seeming that maybe the other teams are getting a little closer to him at least. Checo seems to be you know farther down, but Albon and Williams in general have been super impressive all weekend, really fast during practice. Maybe they've made a turn. Who knows? They uh, seem to be consistently so. yeah, a little I mean, bit higher. Albon P one in Q one, yeah. Which is um, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Have they just got better ever since they got a, a look at the underside of the Red Bull at Monaco? They've just <laughs> managed to make improvements. That they peeked at somebody else's homework and they managed to improve their cars. 
Yeah. Maybe it was coming anyway, but yeah. It's definitely yeah. good to see them. It's good to see Williams back in the mix for sure. Uh, yeah. Grand yeah, old absolutely. team. But regardless, uh, Alcon was out in the first session. He, that was disappointing from him. Kevin, um, Liam Lawson, I mean, I guess, you know, you might expect that from him in his first ever qualifying session in F1. And then both the Alfa Romeos. Um, everyone is still on inner, tri- inner tri- uh, tires for the uh, second session. Logan was the last car to uh, finish Q2, and he was able to get through. I think it was his first Q3, right? It, I, it I must be. so, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, and they said the first time both Williams cars had got into Q3 since 2017? Wow. wow. I think it was. Stroll yeah. and Massa. Wow, that's crazy. Really awesome to see Williams up there. Disappointing from Lewis, who was just not able to get it together during qualifying. He was out in the second session. Nico out, Yuki and Pierre. And Lance has just been, this seems to be where he goes out every race weekend now, is like around 11th or 12th. Um, He's just been struggling to get out of Q2 and into Q3. That qualifying, the Q2 was all inters, right? They didn't. Yep. The track was drying, but not dry yep. enough for for full slicks, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I believe that they came out on inters for Q3, but pretty quickly shifted over, although they, I could be wrong there. I don't think so. I think, so I think Logan was the first That's one right. out Q3 yeah, yep. on slicks and just crashed and immediately. Crashes. Like he went slightly offline and that was it. Yeah, poor Logan. Um, he is just not able to keep it on the track these days, which is unfortunate. He seems to have pace, but the consistency is just not I mean, there. that you just get punished so quickly. If there's a, it's a goat, it was a goat track, basically. Yeah. You know, if you get slightly offline on slicks, you know, he was in Q3 for sure. But, you know, the, the margins, fine, fine, fine margins when they've got yeah. just one single dry line to put your car on. Um, yeah, just a little late on the turn in and, you know, yeah. part of the outside wheel is on the wet stuff and that's just, that's all it takes to spin you around. Yeah. Shows yeah. the precision that everyone needs to have on conditions like this yeah. and how yeah. good yeah. they really, really are. But hearing him say, I have no idea what happened is uh, not the most reassuring thing <laughs> in the world, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> you lost traction and spun it. Yeah. Into, and, yeah. But after the first banker laps... McLaren were 1-2, and I was super happy, but I should have known better. Well, I guess before Max went around, Charles went off again, and this time went into the barrier. Not nearly as bad as Logan, but um, bringing out the second red flag of the session. Um, Just a really bad weekend from from Charles all weekend at this point. I mean, I guess he got... He got a bit lucky in the fact that he didn't damage his car more because they were talking about a potential like gear. If you know, he smashed the back of the car, yeah. to be gearbox, and he's got none. Got none left. So um, the fact he didn't get another penalty. Maybe, he's used his max now, has he, for the season? So the next next gearbox is a. I believe penalty. so. I think that's what they said. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe got maybe that I should uh, I shouldn't say that with absolute certainty, but um, I think yeah. that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, there's been a few our listeners googling the fingers on the keyboard right now checking your (laughs) you're gonna get like some hate on twitter (laughs) yes 
We'll take we'll take any response on Twitter. Anybody out there, paid <laughs> or otherwise. Um, but anyway, Max puts in an incredible lap and gets a half second lead over Lando in P two and gets I think his third pole in a row at his home track. Yes, um, he's he's had all the poles since the race has been back on the on the calendar. He's been last three years. Been in pole at every race in the Netherlands since 1985. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Both of them, all, th- all three of them, all, all three, three of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the last one to have great... two two poles was Nelson Piquet. I think it was like 83 and 85 with Prost Ooh. in the middle at 80 and 84. Good, huh. good stat. But when was the, when was the last time we had six different teams in the top six qualifying? Right. We had Lando second, you know, wow. George third, Albon fourth, Alonso yeah. fifth, and Carlos sixth. That was nice. That was yeah. nice to see. It's probably been a while. There's usually at least one team that has two cars. Up exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good to see uh, disparate different teams up there. If you know, if it's still Max at the front, at least it's getting a little bit mixed up behind him. You know, an Albon yeah. P four, you know, yeah. huge. And I think Oscar. If you, it's the time he was one of the first people to finish his his lap. He was like either I think he was second or first behind Lando, and then everybody just he just tumbled down the the timings. Yeah, as everybody came across the line. That's kind of what happened to Lewis in the in Q two. He just his yeah. last lap was just too early, and he was doomed at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was qualifying. Another poll for Max. Continue the conversation on pine-sports.com. That's P-I-N-E-sports.com and the Pine Sports Discord, which you can find linked on the website. And join us in a one-of-a-kind fantasy Formula One contest at coopsf1.com. That's C-O-O-P-S-F number one dot com, where you can put your theories to the test. I was way eagerly optimistic about Lando's chances coming into this race. Um, I thought we were finally going to see another winner, but we will see how it goes. So the so with Kevin crashing earlier in the session, I guess they just decided to put or in practice. So they just decided to start from the pit lane and put in new parts. So he was starting from the back. I don't think he was much farther up from that originally anyway. And then we get to the start. It was like drying up until the lights started to go. And then it just started pouring. It made for all the strategies to be changed immediately. And everybody was doing something different, which was which was nice, but kind of hard to, to follow at the same time. But Max was able to stay ahead at the jump um, and pull away um, pretty easily at first. Alonzo made up two spots in like the first three corners um, and was up into P3 already. Um, and Albon and Carlos were doing some great driving it, uh, for, for P4 going back and forth. It was a really great first lap. Yeah, that turn three on the opening lap. Uh, Fernando, yeah, I mean, on the banking, the, the conventional line is to go high. Yeah. But Fernando just kind of stuffed it down low. And uh, and got past um, Albon. Or that was that Albon. He got past there uh, with a really really nice move. 
Yeah, yeah, he stuck it, stuck it down. I mean, the banking uh, turn three and then the last corner just makes it much more. I don't know, but we should have more banking in in Formula One, maybe, because um, it just makes it. There's more interesting lines, maybe people can take yeah. or uh, to 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 give overtakes and stuff. I don't. We don't see it that much in Formula One, so I don't know that much about how banking affects Formula One cars, but. Um, yeah, it, it, makes, it means it means there's multiple lines around a corner, which makes it yeah. interesting. Makes it much more interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it's just kind of yeah. aesthetically pleasing too, seeing the cars go around the banks like that. Just looks nice. Sure. Yeah, when you got the helicopter view looking down, and you see them go over, and then you, you it's almost like a wall of death. You kind of see <laughs> them go around, and then they disappear, and then they come back over that yeah. hill, and then on that last corner. That's just such a picturesque view yeah. that they have yeah. that the camera was showing where they're just going through the sand dunes up the hill. It's it's a really aesthetically pleasing, <laughs> as you put it, yeah. track right there by the by the North Sea. It's not the nicest beach to be hanging out on in a summer, but it's, I guess it's all they've got. But it's kind of a really cool setting. I do like I guess it. The only yeah. the only other place you get banking, obviously, was at uh, Indianapolis when when yeah. they when they raced there. In Monza, uh, way back. That was way back, and of course, it caused all sorts of all sorts of problems with the Michelin tires not being able to hang on around the banking, and yeah, that's right. Resulted in a six-car Grand Prix that you were at, right, Nick? So, yep. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> two thousand five. Uh, I think two thousand five. Two thousand. Was it two thousand six? Yeah, yeah. two thousand five. Yeah. I think. Yeah, long time yeah. ago. Banking's good as long as the cars can make it around safely. I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, crazy first lap, like you said, it absolutely started chucking it down so much. Yeah, so I mean, it was what? as they were coming out of, I think, turn 11, 12. So you just l- literally have the last two turns to make your mind up and put the call in to yep. come in. And uh, yeah. it seems like the guys at the front didn't figure it out. But Checo, where was he at that point in the race? Seventh or so? He had dropped, yeah, I think he had dropped down a few spots um yeah. on the first lap but they weren't talking about it. i think he was out of the points when he came into pit at least that's what it looked like because of how the the lane maybe they just didn't get the uh imagery in time uh to say like going in the pit lane but it looked like he was in like 11th place maybe right but i don't know for sure i mean should we be criticizing the st- strategists at this point because later on and, and in previous <laughs> in previous races they're staring at the the weather and they're talking about rain arriving in five minutes, rain arriving in eight minutes, 15 minutes. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be light. How come nobody saw this rain coming? So, I mean, it literally arrived one minute after the race started. Weren't they looking at that? Like, Yeah. I mean, even when they were coming up onto the grid, I think it showed Alex Albon on the grid and you could, through his visor, it had the visor cam, and Maybe. you could see drops of water on his visor. I mean, what's the what's the protocol there though? I mean, we've had the race, we've had a race before, right? Where on the out lap, people like pulled in on the formation lap, people pulled in. Yeah, that was Hungary, right? Everyone pulled in except for Lewis. So, when's the last time you actually get a chance to to pick your tires? Like, you have to make the decision ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour before the race starts. I don't know. Maybe they're all just stuck. I guess you can just change change them until everyone has to be off the grid. Gets off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of the big reveal, right? When they take the take the tire blankets off to go for the formation. It lap. would have been a pretty ballsy decision if 
you know, like yeah, yeah, Lando Norris was lining track. up in second and they took the tire blankets off and he's on Inters. <laughs> yeah. On a dry track. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Perez, he, he went in along with, you know, like you said, half the field. Um, yeah. I think Gasly, Lawson, Magnussen, Sonoda, uh, Joe and Leclerc all went in straight away. Although Leclerc's team wasn't ready for him at all, had no tires. He, he just came in, and they're like, he just he just came in, but all, all on that one. And then Perez was just immediately fast, wasn't he? Yeah, he was past Lewis within a lap or two laps. You know, he made up yep. fifteen seconds, yeah, like that. So he he, I mean, so there were other cars coming in at the same time as he was, but when he came out of the pit lane he was in p15 and by halfway through the third lap so he came in at the start of the second lap halfway through the third lap he was in the lead of yes yeah. i mean <laughs> so on yeah obviously verstappen alonso Sainz, and ocon all stopped on lap two and then the people who stayed out and gambled another lap were hamilton norris who stayed on lap three and then Stroll and Russell stayed out till lap lap four. So and Oscar, uh, I think, stayed out even longer than that. So I don't think Al- Albon, Piastri, Hulkenberg, and Bottas ne- they never didn't pitted, care. and Sargent never right. never pitted. They they stayed on slicks the whole time. Yeah, which is kind of nuts. Uh, for, for, especially Albon, like he he was getting overtaken by two three cars per corner at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how, yeah, he didn't take somebody out or they, you know, how, I mean, I guess once it got to like four or five laps and they knew the rain was going to stop, they just said, just hang it out there. We've just, right. we, we've made our bed. We've got a lie in it now. We're going to have to go back to slicks at some point, which is going to yeah. add misery yeah. to on top of misery. So and you kind of got to respect him for, for that because, you know, Lando, that like, is what pissed care. me off. Lando. I'm coming in for Inters. Yeah. It's like, by that point, the damage was done. Just stay. Right? Yeah. Just just stay out. I mean, yeah. would, would it have worked out better? I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he would immediately down into, like, 12th spot where he was running around for most of the race, right? I mean, I was screaming at the screen at the end of the first lap when there were already cars moving around. I was like, why don't yeah. they just double stack them at that point? I didn't get it. But I think I sent I think I sent you a text, uh, Jason, saying it looks like Perez is playing like uh, a video game on easy mode. The way he yeah. was just slicing up the cars, just yeah. overta- every every corner was an overtaking corner. <laughs> yeah, he made it look so easy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was just like they were they were all in F two cars, and he was in an F one car, yeah. just driving in between them. It was. <laughs> It was ridiculous. Yeah, because he, he, you know, everyone was running a little bit wide, and so he just waited right behind them and see what, if they were going to hold it together and be tight on the inside, and in which case he'd go around yeah. the outside, or if they started drifting off, he'd just tuck up inside, and he yeah. was past them every any, every corner. Just he could go anywhere mode. he wanted. Yeah, he could get the power down. He could do whatever he wanted. Yeah, yeah. But the four or five guys that pit after lap one. We're up in the lead. Joe is in P two on Joe lap up there for a while on yeah. lap six. Pierre in P three. Um, Yuki is in the top ten. Kevin's in the top ten, and they were all way down in qualifying. So it it worked out really well for them. So it was cool to see Joe up there. Although it didn't last very long for Joe, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Max passes Pierre easily. He's already back up into P three, and then. 
passed Joe, I think, at the end of the, of that lap. So he was already back into P2 check, uh, chasing Checo. We hear that maybe Charles has some front wing damage or floor damage. And then I guess it was Carlos's engineer that was telling him. And so he said something like, then tell him to let me go by or whatever. But Charles was just dropping back. So there was obviously something going on with his car. Um, he was just not able to get anything done. Yeah, maybe it was a hangover from his accident the prior day. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, right. he said uh, there was no real... We were talking about the gearbox, but maybe it broke something in there. It cracked the yeah. chassis or something was going on that meant that he was just going nowhere. You know, Lawson getting by him and having a good tussle on his debut, battling a Ferrari must have been yeah. quite cool yeah. for him. Uh, Martin shaking his head. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, Charles's car was broken. So that's the reason. There's no nothing else to say. Charles is still a great driver. We still love him. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well done, Liam. But, you know, you had a little help in yeah. my mind. <laughs> Just a little bit. But, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, Liam will, will enjoy it for what it is, regardless of, of how he got it. So Lewis is pitting again on lap 10. So he's coming in for his second stop and going back on to slick tires. I think that he started on mediums. Yes, um, because he, he was a little bit farther back. So he was going on to his first set of soft tires of the race. Um, yeah. So and, he was, he was one of the, yeah, the last guys that actually did pit to pit, but then he was one of the first to go back onto, onto, right. onto slicks, um, I mean, you know, compared to obviously the, the guys that never, never pitted at all, trying to maybe undo some of the damage that he'd done to himself. And it wasn't, was it was it right about that time as well? I think he did time it well because I think Piastri started to put in fastest laps at that point. Um, you know, with his with his slick tires he's had on since the start, so everybody could see immediately that the track was dry enough again. Yeah. So by between nine and ten, everybody was coming into to pit, but Max on the inters, I think he took. I think he was about 10 seconds behind Perez when it, when he, he came was 15 out. seconds behind Perez when he came out. And then after five laps, he was right up, you know, right up with him within a few seconds. Again, he, he closed like 10 plus seconds on, on Perez in, in five laps or something. Unbelievable yeah. in the same car. Um, well, you, oh, you think it's not the same car. You think, you think Max gets all the preferential hey, treatment. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this, but there has been a lot of speculation over the past week about how, I think Toto was the one that said that like they're obviously gearing the, the car towards Max and that uh, they're gearing everything towards Max and it's obvious that the car suits him more and that nobody would be able to drive this car except for Max so it's going to make Checo look bad regardless. This Toto's words, not mine. I mean, uh, I'm paraphrasing, well, but that's that that may be the case but a second like more than a second a lap is is crazy that yeah Max definitely took out, of, out of Perez because then they brought in they brought in Verstappen one lap before Perez right on lap eleven yeah which was kind of um, a weird decision because Checo was technically still ahead at that time um, that wasn't really a weird decision though was it? well it's like they they the, the, the strategy is that whoever's in the lead of the race gets to choose because Max is in the lead of the race most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a, it's an average thing 
So, so that, yeah. Whoever's, whoever's in the lead the most for the season going back gets to decide. Okay. <laughs> I get whoever's it. Com- whoever's name comes first in the in the alphabet yeah. <laughs> gets to go first. Oh, Max is. Max would not win that one. No. <laughs> for first or last but, name. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I think. Karun Chandok on the commentary that I was listening to said said the same thing. Like, was that Checo's call? And then I think Checo came on the radio right after that and was like, uh, did we, did just, we get just get the cut? Yes. Whose idea was that? But, it, but at the end of the day, Checo, the guy just took freaking 10 seconds out of you in five laps. You weren't it wouldn't have mattered anyway. anyway. So, yeah. like, stop, stop complaining. Yeah. 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 I mean, at that point in the race, they were saying, you know, is there more rain coming? Should they be looking after their inters? And Perez was kind of looking after his inters, and Max wasn't. And then it was just academic anyway. Yeah. Oh, then they, that was, they, they that changed the tires, and yeah. Yeah. oh, I don't know. But they, they, in the end, they they changed tires onto a set of softs, and yeah, and that was that. Away Max went, and then poor Logan Sargent crashing for the second time on the weekend bringing out a safety car, lap 16, just capping off what could have been a really good weekend for him turning into a disaster. So um, I did I did see on the internet this afternoon since that uh, Williams are saying that he lost hydraulic pressure uh, and lost power steering, and he just couldn't turn the car in and just sailed wide and and that was that. It, so Williams are saying it was a car failure, not a not a driver error that that took Logan out. You know? Yeah, because Logan said he, he that something he thought something had gone on the front right because he would, he just understeered. But basically, he was saying yeah. he went to go and steer, and it was just harder, and his little muscles couldn't work. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't try. That's why they had car. those big steering wheels in the fifties, you know, <laughs> yeah. big wooden steering wheels. Yeah, when but, he retires to go drive a bus, then he can drive with that big steering wheel. <laughs> they didn't have power steering back then, but yeah. that's what Williams was saying. You know, it, it, it certainly understeered. There's no question. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if that's the truth, then you know, bit bit of a un, uh, bit unlucky for for Logan, but yeah, uh, sometimes but, you make your own luck. But yeah, yeah. safety car. So, yeah, just a yeah, poor luck, if anything, just really, really bad luck for him. Um, not the result he was looking for. And then this is where Charles really started dropping back real fast. Lap 26, he was just there were there were cars just going by him. Um, did they ended up re- they did retire his car, right? They retired oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. Much, yeah. much later on, like in, yeah, in that's right, 40, that's right. So. Um, after he got all the way back, they finally let him retire from the race. Yeah. Um, Lewis yeah, everybody, had a- everybody that hadn't pitted, uh, you know, onto Inter's pitted under that safety car, except for Albon. Again, he just stayed he was, out on those softs. Yeah, kept it out there. Yeah, yeah. he's good. At and that. at this point, he was what in sixth place or so. He was, yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So started third at this point. He's yeah. in sixth. You know, kind of sort of worked encouraging. out Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it wasn't terrible. Lewis lined up Joe pretty easily and was able to pass him into turn one, and he was up into the points, which is good. Um, and then we see Lawson pass, for our, pass Charles, and then Charles ends up hitting at the end of that lap after Liam passed him. 
Um, lap 49, Alonzo is coming in for his third stop, but unfortunately it was slow. Um, so he dropped down behind Yuki in P5, um, but it did not take him long to make that time back up. And he was already back into P3 after passing Carlos just three laps later. Um, yeah, because at that point in the race, Yuki had been, you know, he'd had Lando and, and Lewis behind him for a really good chunk of the race. I guess yeah. on the same tire with the same wear, they were kind of stuck a bit in DRS train, nothing happening. But then obviously, as soon as, you know, Fernando came out and he's on a stronger tire, newer, fresher tire, Yuki was not holding anyone up on that with that sort of tire difference at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were just really hoping for a safety car or rain to come and make an easy pit stop for him. But at this point, in around like in the in the forties, like in the forties, they were predicting rain to, to show up again, weren't they? Before the end of the race, this is where yeah. they, they saw it coming. It was around like it was lap fifty five was when we heard Alonso's engineer was that the first one who said we see okay. heavy rain coming like very soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think we had like maybe George's engineer said something like we might see rain a little bit earlier than that, but this is where Alonzo's engineer was like, yeah, it's coming like very shortly. Um, get ready, right. essentially. When, um, at what point in the race was it that George came on the radio and said, I was I was predicted a podium. How did we screw this up so badly? I mean, I, that was I pretty that early was about lap 20, like 18 or something. That, yeah. that didn't, that wasn't a good look for Russell. I mean, come on dude you know like yeah i it's like it's like i ordered a, i ordered a podium finish and that uh, where's my where's my uber eats order it didn't arrive on time or something yeah. like well you kind of didn't pit when it was supposed to rain dude exactly. yeah i mean maybe that's not his fault but you know it it's probably more just, just like thinking out loud i guess good. but yeah. i agree it didn't look good yeah wasn't a good look so it starts to rain or around lap 63 here and everyone either is coming in or has come in for inters except for Ocon who they decided to put him on wet tires which yeah really probably would have been the right choice if Joe hadn't crashed right there yeah it yeah. didn't it didn't get to play out did it everybody went on to inters on like lap 60 or 61 Ocon onto full wets and then he was on the radio immediately going, this is the worst decision ever. Because then, it was the it, worst decision era ever. Because the thing is, everyone goes to Inters, and if it's too wet for Inters, they throw a red flag. That's just how it goes. There's no so point true. in having the wet tire in F1 anymore. Come on, guys. It's I as mean, soon it's, as it gets that but Someone aquaplanes off the track and they throw a red flag. You're probably you not know, wrong. And it, and it happened here with uh, with Joe, right? You know, a lot of people going straight on at the end of turn one. So as soon as Joe was in the wall, it was like, well, they had to throw out the red flag because yeah. Yeah. you can't have people, you know, aquaplaning into where someone's crashed. So it, it's Absolutely. only ever going to be, only ever yeah. going to be um, uh, an inter call. The, the interesting one was, again, Albon staying out. <laughs> I guess they were working on the theory that maybe the red flag would come out sooner and therefore they get a free pit stop. Um yeah. right. because the red they can change the tires under the red flag. Um but it was a good couple of laps before 
before Joe binned it. And uh, yeah. by that point, Albon was down into what, 13th? He was, he'd gone from 6th to 13th or 14th yeah. um, by staying out. And it was like, you knew the rain was coming. Why did you not just jump on an inter earlier? just as it was coming because everyone you know we could see it on the tv it was coming and then when it came it's like suddenly everyone was surprised again it's like yeah i mean verstappen he also did eventually go on to the wet so he came in lap 61 went to the inter and then came in again lap 63 for the wet before the whole thing was stopped on lap 64 yeah so and perez was stuck in the pits he was in the pits, yeah. That was kind of weird. Flat, red the way they was called. But that. They, they worked it all out. I think it was pretty fair. They just counted back to the, the previous lap. Otherwise, it would just be... Is that how they did it? I, think I, I was watching it late this afternoon. And uh, yeah. so I just fast-forwarded until until they started going again. But it should be wherever they were, whatever their classification was, at the moment the red flag came out. And if they don't know that, then they should go back to the prior sector yeah that's right that's kind of what they do they that sort is, of, yeah, when everybody exactly crossed what the, it was the previous yeah uh timing zone it was exactly it was. like silverstone um yeah with and the, australia the as well right i think that yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. melbourne yeah that's right yeah 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 i forgot about what, the was it delay then for, <laughs> for 40 minutes or so i think it was long yeah yeah um, yeah and then I guess they decided it was going to be a rolling start. Karun was not happy about that. He thought it should have been a standing start. But I guess that's just an excuse for them to have a use for the wet tires, right? Having the rolling start, they have to start on wet tires. And that's I the only reason they have to have them. That's part of the yeah. That's part of the safety protocol when it's wet is to sort yeah. of do a rolling start so that the drivers can go around the track, see where... You know, it's it's better or worse, um, and off they go. You know, if it was a dry track and it had been a red flag for some other reason, maybe they'd do a standing start because it's completely dry and you can you know pick your tires, do something different. But when it's wet, they they do a bit of like additional caution, which maybe takes away some of the interest. But uh, I, I see why I see why they do it. Yeah, I don't like it. They should race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you always uh, get, what was the restart with Hamilton, right? Where he had his, uh, pressed the wrong button and he went straight on at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Uh, Baku, Baku I guess. Yeah. yeah. The magic, the magic button. The magic button. Yeah. Oh, that was the crazy one where Max crashed on his own and then Lewis crashed on his own. Yeah. That was wild. Um, Alonzo is for a little bit able to kind of stay on the back of Max. It looks like maybe he would be able to pressure him a little bit. But then, unfortunately, on the next lap for Checo, apparently he was speeding in the pit lane. He got a five-second penalty for that. He when just was that that he was speeding in the pit lane? Was that on the when they came back around and went back through the pit th- lane for that cider lap? I right, think it's right before the red flag. I think. Yeah, I think it's the pit stop that uh, he did before the red flag. The one where he, he never came back out. He yeah. couldn't slow the car down. He actually hit the inside hit the wall. wall of the yeah. pit lane coming in because wow, his car okay. was sliding. I mean. Because it was that so much wetter in the pit lane than you know on the track where you know cars are actively drying the circuit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, they, the the teams love to send out the details that it was like, oh, I was only 0.7 kilometers an hour over the limit or something. But over the limits, over the limit. There's no. God, they way. always love to do that. Yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> how, My God. How close we were to being, Ugh. you know, in uh, compliance. 
It was just the it was just the uh, catering speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) I only murdered it. I only murdered him a little bit. Yeah, he's only slightly dead. Yeah, but it's like (laughs) Martin. You you always say, like when we're talking about soccer, we're like talking about football. We go, oh, if if we'd have just scored, then Martin always says, but you didn't. So shut up about it. Yeah, if it had gone in the net, if it had gone in the net, it would have been a goal. Like every bitter sports team that doesn't win something, they're like, "We were the better team on paper. We should have won. We were the real champions." Like, man, yeah, it work. But yeah, so Checo, yeah, so Checo was dealing with a five second penalty the whole time. So Alonso knew he was pretty much safe, even if Perez did overtake him, Um, and it. uh, Opened it up for Pierre. Opened it up for Pierre to try and get a podium position. It would be his first one since his win? His win in in Italy last year, maybe, yeah. And then he was on the the podium in Baku in 2021. Yeah. Okay. That was his last podium. Yeah. Wow. And then Russell was the big loser because he got a puncture, uh, a little bit of, he touched. Lando, yep. it was yeah. a very slight or, contact, though it it yeah. didn't potentially that, much in it. Yeah, but that, that I mean, was it. And yet there could have been tires and debris that had caused it, but it yeah, it looked like it. Right at the end, it looked like maybe Lewis would have a chance at passing Carlos, but Carlos was able to stick it in the right places, and Lewis just didn't get that traction yeah. out of the the final passing zone turn and just wasn't able to do it. But still, a pretty good recovery drive. Um, from Lewis starting in what was like P12 or 13, getting up to P6 is not too bad. I'd but say, yeah, the- all, all these cars, apart from the, the Red Bull, I mean, my, or the Red Bull in the hands of Verstappen, all the other cars, are, they're, they're all looking pretty even these yeah. days. You know, the, the Aston, the I mean, Gasly doing well, you know, Ferraris in the mix, Mercedes, I mean, you know, on their, on their day, you know, McLaren, anybody can beat anybody, it seems. Yeah, yeah. And and also, you know, just good strategy calls, calls at the right time. You know, Alpine nailed their strategy calls today. Aston Martin, similarly, right, with um, with Fernando, albeit yeah. he yeah. came in on lap two, but so did Max, right? So he, he yeah. didn't really lose too much. The only blight on Aston Martin was really that, that front left, was it? on Alonso's pit stop, which kept him in the pits for three and a half seconds yeah. too long and yeah. you know, knocked him behind Yuki. Other than that, they had a pretty, you know, pretty good race. So yeah, yeah really, really even, you know, and now, we, now Williams have jumped up into that group as well. So yeah, it's, you know, just off the back, you've, you've kind of got Haas and the, yeah. the alphas a little alphas, bit. And then, yeah. and then it's everyone the else. Well, there's yeah, the, yeah. the Alpha Tari uh, off the back as well. Yeah. But, you know, McLaren, Williams, Aston. And Logan Sargent. <laughs> Albon, and Lo- one yes. half of Williams is in there. <laughs> and, and one, one half, half of, of Aston Williams Martin as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, definitely interesting. But, yeah, for Stappen, it just... He's just well, not so getting. It's not even getting any bad luck, is it? You know, you think that nah, he wouldn't nah. win one of these races just through being unlucky. Somebody taking him out, you know, a million things could happen. Or just his engine dying one time. Anything. Yeah. Know? It's just. It's it's unbelievable. 
But yeah. Max Verstappen has never been beaten at Sandford. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. He had, he, obviously, he's Perfect. had the, the, the three F1 races, and then there was some strange Zandvoort Masters race um, just before he joined oh, F1. That he also won. That he also won. Yeah. So, yeah. He's four for yep. four. And his ninth consecutive race win, which ties Seb for nine straight yep. wins. And Ascari, was it? And Ascari, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I saw this crazy stat. What was it? He is now the first driver to lead over 600 laps in a season, and we still have nine races left. Oh, wow. In the season. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a stat. stat. Right there. Yeah. Um, How so, many laps yeah. are left in the season? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. said nine nine oh, races and what, like 60, 60 laps a race about? Probably average 60. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something like, you know, so what's that? Math. 500 plus laps left to go. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be, he should be up over 1,200 by the yeah. end of the season. Which is like almost what triple what the next leader in laps (laughs) it's just ridiculous Um, at this point now it's it's a question of are red bull gonna win every race this season i can't see anyone else really challenging you've got to think that something will happen statistically in 23 whatever races you've got to have a bit of bad luck at some point right somewhere but, you know, but will it be both yet? cars? Is the it'll, it'll when Max Checo. finally gets that one per issue, will Checo be there to? Yeah. Well, so yeah, so far that's what happened, right? I mean, Checo won earlier on in the season. It hasn't all been Max. It hasn't hasn't been a hundred percent, but yeah, yeah. Saudi and, and Baku, right? I think they won. Yeah. They were the two that that Checo right. won, and Checo yeah, won in Singapore we last year after Max had a bit of a horrible race. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but another a great race from Alonso, like we said, good strategy calls. But uh, P two after a string of races where they were looking like maybe they were not going to be yeah. quite as good as we were thinking, but a really good recovery from him and a uh, good finish. Yeah, um, I think and- some of the upgrades that they'd brought in the last few races didn't work out the way that they they wanted to, and kind of maybe a little bit of everyone else catching up, maybe a little bit of the upgrades conflicted with their aero and made them actually worse on the track than they had been before. But it seems like they got that sorted out and they brought some new yeah. new pieces, new bits to bolt on this time. And they seem to work pretty well. So we see yeah. the track conditions are all playing into all of this. So be interesting to see how we go in the next couple of races when, you know, hopefully we'll have some dry racing and really get a view of who's where. Obviously Mons are very, very different, very, very high speed low downforce so it's all about the efficiency of the aero which is probably going to play right into red bull's hands just like every other circuit on the calendar yeah. um but yeah. uh, and then you then into singapore which is a different thing entirely and then off after that suzuka which is the best track so oh you like challenge. you like a figure eight do you like you like a you like a bridge i, I just like track. suzuka suzuka's just this an awesome circuit it's always cool. And then the fans in Japan are always mental. They're so they're awesome. We've got the, the funny hats that they make. And they're all just so polite. That would be a great race so to go hard. to. It's always been so hard yeah. for me to watch that race. Just living in England when I did for so long, it was always like in the middle of the night. And then, you know, now it's, it's 
just a tricky one to see, but yeah. Yeah. But uh, back to, back to Zandvoort, uh, one other stat, uh, most pit stops in a formula one race, apparently 89 total. Wow. Pit stops. Wow. That's um, a lot of pit stops. Six, <laughs> six by Verstappen, I think alone. I think Russell also did six. Um, everybody else did, everybody else that finished the race did at least four, I think. That's I mean, better than four and a half you know, per drive. Some races in the past yeah. where we had like 20. Uh, yeah, just because <laughs> you have a to. Lot, a lot of pit stop presses. Oh, no, I think actually I, I like Piastri and Albon only did three. Um, but uh, no, Piastri did four. Sorry, Albon only did three. Yeah. He, he took those soft tires from the start of the race, he took them to 44th lap uh when he made that's his first crazy. pit stop carlos Through. had made three pit stops by that point um <laughs> i don't know how he's able to do four. that <laughs> losers on the day i mean or on the weekend i guess logan for sure um yeah. george had a very disappointing weekend of course danny had a very disappointing weekend and then i had charles also yeah i mean maybe not combination of fault. A lot, a lot of bad luck for all those guys, you know. Yeah. You know, Charles just got got the damage, and maybe that was his fault, but couldn't get it going. Danny just unlucky, broke his hand. I mean, I guess drivers are taught they they take their hand off the steering wheel, right, whenever they're crashed. Yeah. But who knows what? Who knows what happened to him? That's. Uh, I thought that was George weird. Just, I would think if someone yeah. as experienced as him would think to take his hand off, but I guess he's a little rusty. Maybe, maybe that it. wasn't what it. Maybe it was something else. Who knows? Yeah. But, George just, yeah, poor, poor strategy call. And Logan, like I said, Williams are rallying around him saying it wasn't really his fault that he, his car in the race, uh, like I said, lost hydraulic pressure. So maybe just unlucky for him, but yeah, it doesn't help his cause, does it? No. And then uh, Martin Coops F1. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously a bit of a tough week this week. Slightly lower scores than normal, but uh, box box with the top score this week, two hundred and ninety points. So, um, like I said, slightly lower than normal, but made a good made a good move. Um, overall standings, I think you stayed in second, Jason, yeah. just behind Cappy sixty one, and then uh, Nick, you dropped down to to sixteenth. So you're going in the wrong direction. I am um, heading south. Yeah. Uh, you know, prediction consensus. That's that's where it's at. There's probably some <laughs> some value in what in, in this big group think we've got going on here. It's it's still in sixth place sixth overall. Place, which is, yeah, which is kind of crazy. So, yeah. if you want to put your bets on, maybe that's where it's at. I'm I'm just having an absolute shocker. I was top ten early on, and where am I now? 129th. Oh, crikey! Like dude, that's uh, yeah, it's not pretty not, not good at all. Yeah, yeah, 140 points. 140. It's not my worst weekend of the season. Yeah. But it's not. It's, it's better not than I did. It done. I had 133 this weekend. Not good. Yeah, you've, you've had a couple of bad weeks. Yeah. Last two, you had 300 points plus in Hungary, and then you've scored less than half of that the, the following two weeks, Jason. So. Yeah. Time to turn it. Time to turn it around next week in Monza. Super fast circuit. A quick one. You know. It's usually over it, in like an hour. It's yeah. If there's no rain and uh, everybody c- carries on, yeah, it would be interesting. Um, maybe the Williams 
with its new, you know, everybody says it's fast in a straight line. Yeah. Let's see if they can get it done. Uh, Alpine is traditionally good around circuits like this. So, yeah. 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 I mean, the, the Williams in the hands of Albon, obviously Albon last year, um, out with appendicitis didn't, right. didn't race in Monza. The, uh, the Williams in the hand of Nick de Vries made it into the points. If only, oh, if only right. Albon had been in behind the wheel then, but we've shown they've seen the cars quick. The car is quick. Yeah. Maybe a podium podium for what Albon. A, what an emotional roller coaster cool. of a year for Nick de Vries huh? from being called in to retiring get, from getting driving. the points that are getting the drive and then getting kicked out all in the all in the last year oh my goodness and now he's following in more ways than one in the ways of nicholas latifi and going to harvard is that right he's going to go to university harvard. yeah he said he's retired or at least for the time being retiring from driving and going to harvard okay nice way okay. yeah he has to give up the corner i had to bounce ahead what is wrong with these people Thanks for listening to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Dutch Grand Prix. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tune in to our review of the Monza Grand Prix next week. Thanks again.